Let's throw this dough in the oven and see if it rises. That was from Married with Children. And that, oop. Uh, so my job is in a warehouse setting. We don't have our own cubicles. We don't have our own uh, computers. And we don't have our own chairs. What we do have is a couple computers in our mail room that we hop on. Mostly uh, to do timesheet stuff. If we need to get in our uh, HR or whatever, timesheet, time off, uh, filling that stuff out, uh, we hop on there. But I share it with uh, seven guys, seven of my uh, my fellow stock clerks. And uh, like I said, we share, we share the computers and we share the chairs. Now, uh, on Friday... <laughs> I just remembered where this is going. Yes. On Friday... <laughs> Uh, one of my fellow co-workers was sitting in a chair and he was using the computer and then he left and shortly thereafter I I needed to use the computer too so I was kind of just waiting on him no rush and uh, and he gets up he's done so I hop on the computer and I sit in the chair that he was sitting in and it was really warm it was like uncomfortably warm it was borderline jacuzzi hot <laughs> and my co-worker who i will not name is a large man and i don't know why this makes a difference but he's an older man so when i sat down into this uh broiling cauldron a cocoon of his body warmth hugging you <laughs> hugging your bottom and i just i felt his large size and i felt his uh late 50s age and it was just it was it was very uncomfortable i felt like i felt like we were touching like we were uh uh starstruck lovers or something <laughs> i felt like we were one we were becoming symbiotic it was very odd. there's something so off-putting about that yeah just the sharing of body warmth especially on the buttocks yeah and like uh, well, it, and weight really impacts length of warmth. Like if Lennox <laughs> sat on a chair and then Lennox stood up from the chair and I sat on it two seconds later, I don't think I would feel anything. No, no. Yeah. And I, like, uh, you, I, I think after a couple seconds, your warmth would be gone. Although I would embrace your warmth. <laughs> oh, thanks. But, uh, this large, older gentleman who... I, I enjoy him as a co-worker, but when I felt his heat, his uh, his uh, Celsiusness, his Fahrenheititude, I was like, oh, this is really off-putting. I don't feel right. It's it's like intimate. Yeah. You saw him. You saw something of his. You shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we went there. It it was borderline second base, honey. It was yeah. It was third base. So I went to the fire station around the corner and I said, "Hose me down. <laughs> give me the hottest. <laughs> give me the hottest temperature water you got, and uh, shoot the fire hose right at me." And and I cried. And that oop. Greetings, Internet. Welcome to But I'm Still a Good Person by Vince Nicholas. I'm Vince Nicholas. I'm joined by my sparkling wifey, Carolyn Nicholas. Hello. Hello, honey. Thank you for joining me at our dining room table for our little program here. Okay. Bow. Tomorrow is your birthday. Yes. You are turning 
26, 27. 38. Oh my goodness gracious. I'm not ashamed of my age. You shouldn't be. I might be when I'm 40. When you get to my age. <laughs> 48 maybe. <laughs> that's when you be in. Well, you don't get ashamed as, uh, it's more like you just forget. I'm like, am I 45? Am I 44? Uh, who am I? What What am I doing uh, in this uh, really hot temperature chair? Uh, but uh, we've had quite the weekend, honey. Uh, it's been your birthday weekend. So tomorrow's Monday. So we're celebrating or we celebrated this weekend. Uh, we had all sorts of hijinks. We made rice, which was a highlight for our our lives. I really think our lives have changed for the better. Oh, totally. The, the rice that I made that I make in our new rice cooker. It's a definite upgrade. We're on another level now. We went out to eat. Uh, you met my aunt for the first time. Yes. Even though we've been married for two and a half years. Uh, so uh, I just thought it'd be fun to go through our weekend. Um, oh, and I broke uh, Liz Fisher's heart uh, today, which which uh, oh. I will go into. <laughs> uh, okay. Now, let's start with Friday. Friday. Uh, we... We're listening to some Al Green. Uh, let's stay together, and we're well. So our Fridays usually uh, we have a couple uh, cocktails, and we listen to some fifties and sixties music because that's when my mom. I got that love, love for that music from my mom, way back in the day. Uh, so we throw that on the Google Nest Mini, our little speaker. Uh, we have a few adult beverages and uh, all. It's uh, reckless. It's wild abandon, honey. And uh, oop. So Al Green, Let's Stay Together, comes on our uh, Google Nest Mini little speaker. And I was like, oh, because I love Al Green. I mean, he has three great songs, but I love all three of them. Uh, and it uh, comes on. And we started dancing, honey. Yeah. I you took you. You pulled me up off the couch. Yeah. It was like a high school prom. It made my night. <laughs> We danced, we drank, uh, we imbibed. We smooched a little, maybe. We smooched a little, uh, and and I was just like, "Wow, I really like this Al Green song." And then you said, "I said I don't know any Al Green songs." And then I I cowered, <laughs> I cowered in embarrassment. Uh, but then I was like, "Well, we're gonna start listening to Al Green." Okay, he has three songs. Uh, let's stay together. I'm so tired of being alone, and I'm still in love with you. But they're all fantastic songs. Love them to death. Um, but uh, was that the first time we danced? The last time I remember us dancing was at Citrus Heights to Beach Boys. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh, God only knows. I'm sure we've danced since then because hmm. that was... We'd only been dating for a few weeks yeah, at that point. That was very early in our. So I'm uh, sure we've danced together at some point time. since then. Well, those are the two. I <laughs> those are the standout in your memory. But we need to start dancing. More, totally. Honey. Yeah, uh, but but then you said uh, you compared Al Green to Luther Vandross. <sighs> is that not comparable? No, Luther Vandross is like watered down, milk toast, flyover country Al Green. Al Green is a 1960s loving Lothario. He's like uh, Teddy Pendergrass, Barry White, Otis Redding, honey. Okay. Anyways. 
And then, uh, so that was our Al Green episode. Uh, then uh, we watched, we finished Back to the Future. Yeah. Uh, because you watched uh, about two thirds of it with Lennox earlier. Yeah. And then you mentioned that, and I was like, oh, I want to watch. We, so we watched the last 40 minutes. And I've seen that movie so many times that I did the annoying thing where, like, I say the line before, <laughs> like, Christopher Lloyd and Michael J. Fox said lines, and. I know that line almost by heart, uh, the movie line by line almost by heart, but it's such a good movie. Yeah. It's so it's, good. Every time you watch it, it's still great. Yeah. It, doesn't, it holds up, never gets old. Yeah. It's uh, Robert Zemeckis movie magic. I, I love the dad. What's his name? Oh, yeah. Uh, the dad. The George. dad. George. Well, no, George McFly. Ca- it starts with C. Yeah. Um, I love that guy. Like he, he's my favorite character in the movie. I'm George, George <laughs> McFly, Crispin Glover. Yeah, Crispin I'm Glover. Your density. What? <laughs> I mean, your destiny. <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, still holds up. Still fantastic. And that uh, oop. And then we potted. It was a rip-worn pod. Uh, Lennox lied. People died. <laughs> Go listen to it. It's fantastic. Uh, we had to cut about 30 minutes out. Uh, we, don't, we don't need to talk about that. Uh, another big thing that happened Friday night is I made rice. So we got our rice cooker about two weeks ago. And then uh, first time I made rice was Friday night. And was planning to make it Saturday because we were going to get some Chinese food. Uh, some meat from uh, Peace Cuisine. All but... part of my birthday extravaganza. <laughs> yes, here's some white rice. Uh, but like with you, um, with your cinnamon, cinnamon rolls. rolls. Yeah, you did. You did two takes, right? You did two different batches before you brought them to Actually, my work. Actually, the batch I brought to your work was my third. Oh, right, right. Yeah, but yeah, you did two takes. So two practice takes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then I did. So uh, like we had plans to make steamed rice on Saturday. But uh, on Friday, I was like, well, let me do a practice run. Um, so I think that went swimmingly. Oh, yeah. I had I, I consulted uh, my coworker, Pauli, on Friday just to, just to get a refresher on what to do. Um, my mom had some hot takes, which she texted you yeah. on how to cook rice. Mm-hmm. But she's kept me out of the whole rice conversation. She ain't text me nothing. We did incorporate some of her tips. We kind of yeah. did a mashup of your mom's tips, Pauli, yeah, and then just from your own memory, my my mom, and your own intuition, instinct, my my uh, my childhood of uh, hanging out with uh, Filipino kids in high school, uh, yeah. Um, so uh, I think it went fabulously. So what I did was, uh, you want to wash the rice. I washed it six times, various estimates, two, three, four times, but I did six. And you can wash it till the cows come home. Um, what you're doing is you're getting the starch. You don't want it, the water to be all cloudy. You're cleaning it, essentially. Uh, but you could keep washing it and washing it and wash but you, you got to stop at some point. You got to move on <laughs> with your life. So uh, wash it six times. Now, the next part uh, was controversial. Um, Kem said to soak it. Oh, another coworker of mine said to soak for a half hour. Pauli said, you don't need to soak it. And then my mom came right in the middle. 10 to 15 10 minutes. 10 to 15, right. We soaked it for uh, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and then uh, throw it in the rice cooker. Our rice cooker takes about 30 minutes, give or take, to cook. Um, and then you want to wait. We waited 15 minutes. So it goes from cooked to warm, and then you want to wait because it's still doing its thing, still a lot of moisture happening. Uh, we waited 15 minutes uh, to eat it. Um, I thought it was good, but on Saturday, I unplugged it and just let it sit there for a couple hours. Yeah. And then I ate it. Um, it was better Saturday. That was the best way. Agree. Agree. Um, and then my mom, again, I'm out of this loop about rice between you and my mom. But uh, I hear things, honey. And she suggested butter. Yes. Put a pat of butter on it when it's all done and let that let it melt down into it. I've had have you ever had that? I've had butter on rice, yeah. Okay. I, I think there's a place for it. But yeah. Eh, not for me. Because <laughs> in my opinion, butter or not butter, uh rice should be as neutral as possible. It should be more of a texture thing, kinda to uh take away some of the powerful flavors that come with Chinese food. So throwing butter in there is just another uh, flavor I don't need or desire. Um, have you had... There, there's also people who put butter and sugar in there. I've never had that. It's okay. But it's more like... A, it's kind of it comes off as like a tapioca pudding kind of thing. Oh, okay. Which, if you dig that, that's cool. Uh, but I thought just plain, unplug it for a few hours... It's fantastic. Oh, one thing I wanted to um, bring up is that uh, I mentioned my my stepdad Kurt loves ranch. I think I, I don't think I illustrated it enough in the last pod. So Kurt has imagine your typical dinner plate, and like a third of it is dedicated to salad, a third of it is dedicated to rice, and then a third of it is maybe steak, some protein of some sort. Kurt will take bottle of ranch and pour it over all three so his entire plate so the steak the rice and the salad is getting doused in uh in ranch and uh the boy likes ranch is what i'm saying uh i'm almost on board with that almost but not quite (laughs) on steak and rice honey oh dear uh but my mom wasn't down with the finger technique right where you uh measure the amount of yeah. water with uh by measuring it uh, putting enough water to go up to your first little knuckle or divot she she was more exact right uh, she said if you're doing four cups of rice then fill it up to the four cup in the bowl yeah in the cooking pot up yeah. to the number four yeah so I, water to cup of rice ratio yeah uh that's cool but i'm my own man honey i'm nearly 45 I got to forge my own path. I got to break away from my mom's chains. You got to do you. I got I to gotta do me. I got to do my family. I gotta, I'm out here living my life. I got to make my own, my own name for myself. Uh, <laughs> breaking away from the family. Uh, but I did the finger thing because Pal said it. And I specifically remember Mary Grace Kennedy, a Filipino woman, uh, doing the finger thing in Janelle Pentecostas' house, a Filipino man. Uh, when we were in high school. So I did the finger thing. I think it's uh can't miss. Either way, it'll be fine. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell? Who cares? <laughs> Do whatever you want. Do what makes you happy. Do what's best for your family. Uh, but the the rice was definitely sticky, clumpy. <sighs> sticky, 
perfect. So uh, much fun. Not too wet, not too dry. It was just perfect. Yeah. And it wasn't like loose. Uh, there weren't loose grains. Um, you, you don't want that. You want the you want the sticky clump, the chunky rice, the chunky rice. Uh, but yeah, that was our Friday night. And that oop. Okay, the Saturday. Uh, I went to the gym, and there was another guy there, and uh, so instantly we became mortal rivals, mortal enemies, both. Uh, so he was wearing pants that said Nautica on them, and I was like, really? What is this, the 90s? Meanwhile, you were in your Abercrombie and Fitch gym shorts. Yeah. So it was the 90s. <laughs> but w- w- when I think of uh, the brand Nautica, I think of a uh, Dracar Noir uh, cologne. <laughs> Maybe some CK1. Do you remember CK1? I wore out? CK1. Really? I loved that stuff. Yeah. It was expensive. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, either. I don't know why I did it. <laughs> I don't think uh, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I remember... But I remember the impact it had. Like, oh, guys and girls yeah, can wear this. It was everywhere. Yeah. I remember uh, my friend uh, Gladys Abuan, a Filipino lady. Uh, she wore it. She was the first to wear it that I knew that, or that I noticed or that I was around. And she was like, yeah, CK1 is guys and girls. So I was like, whoa. And then I remember <laughs> seeing it at a, at Macy's or whatever. And like, oh. And then they came out with, CK came out with another unisex. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, perfume, uh, fragrance, but yeah, CK1. I'm going to check if it's still available. I wonder if people still wear it. I would love to just have a sniff of it yeah. or, and take me back to those memories. Dude, I, okay, so like 90s uh, fragrances, I think CK1, I think Dracon Noir, and I think a Cool Water. Do you remember oh that? Oh my gosh, yeah. That was a guy I wore thing. that too. There was a girl's version. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's blowing my mind. I remember uh, I had a friend in college, and he had a he had like fifteen bottles of various <laughs> colognes and oh yeah yeah just I was like, uh, dude did and, you were you ever a big cologne wearer nah did you ever have like one at a time that you would use I had do you know the designer Paul Smith no I had a small bottle of his I don't know where I got it I don't know how I discovered it um but I liked it I remember uh. Uh, Jennifer Kwok, who came to our wedding, I remember spraying it for her, and she was like, "Oh yeah, this is nice." <laughs> Random memory. Uh, but uh, other than that, I was like, eh. "It was like to me, it was like same with jewelry. Like I, I don't need no jewelry. Okay, I'm me." <laughs> you do naturally just smell really good. That's true. You tell me. You tell me often. Yeah, you do. When you sniff me. <laughs> When you're married, you sniff each other, okay? Uh, so, uh, oh yeah, this guy was wearing Nautica. And he was wearing Vans shoes. And I was like... Odd gym shoe, for yeah. sure. Like, you, you see, like it's not the 60s where uh, basketball players had to wear Chuck Taylors, dude. <laughs> like, technology is advanced, dude. Why are you wearing Vans? Uh, and then he had a big bottle of water and a gym bag. And it's like, dude, this is our condominium gym. <laughs> you live probably 45 second walk away. Do you need that much water? Do you need a gym bag? Uh, and he slammed the weights really loud. Ugh, just, that's such a pet peeve of mine. It's just like, look at me, look at me. I'm I'm wearing Nautica and I'm and I'm lifting forty pound dumbbells. I, I could lift more, honey. He was wearing a beard. He had a beard too. Oh, What's he hiding? <laughs> I need I need to see a man without a beard to really 
Get my gauge on him. For breakfast, uh, we met your parents at Crepes and Burgers in Citrus Heights. Uh, I used to live around the corner from this place. Been there a few times. We went there. What did you tell you? Our second date? Our second date was at this place. Our second date was more than a date, right? It was a visit, (laughs) right? (laughs) Yeah. All of our first dates involved a a visit. I know. We never did a a old-fashioned date. Like, let's go to the movies. Our first dates were like breakfast. (laughs) Yes. Yes, they were. Uh. So uh, why did we eat crepes and burgers? Um, so th- this was your birthday. And at first we were thinking uh, Shangri-La, which is a restaurant in Fair Oaks. And it's like across the street from where we got married, the park where, we're, where we got married. So at first we were thinking Shangri-La, uh, quite pricey, but your parents were treating because it was your birthday. So I was like, who cares? <laughs> money, throw money out the window. Price is not a factor, not a concern. Um, but we looked at their menu, and it's very uh, fancy. It's, Too it's fancy upscale. because we ha- we're going to have the kids with us. Right, And right. I didn't think there was anything on the menu they would eat. Mm-hmm. And that, oop. Uh, second option was Tower Cafe, which is downtown Sacramento. Super close to us. Um, you've been there a few times uh, with your dad. Yeah. Uh, I've been there twice, I believe. Um, but then we looked at the menu, and how we choose a restaurant based on... Uh, our darling children's tastes, preferences is if they have French fries, then we can go there. We're allowed to dine there. It's a safe choice. Yeah. And uh, Tower Cafe for breakfast, which is what we were doing. For whatever reason, they don't have uh, French fries yet. They have French fries later in the day, but they only have like whatever country potatoes uh, mm. for breakfast. Um, so then so you ruled that out. And then like you, you began to just be feel pressure or get anxious over uh where to eat right (laughs) and i I, I was like okay there's no fries who cares it's your birthday we're gonna do you and if uh the wow chows want to sit there and pout over some home fries well we life would move on and i I didn't think it was a big deal but you 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 were uh, having difficulty yeah i was stressed out because I wanted some place that my parents wouldn't have to drive too far. Yeah. I didn't want us to also have to drive too far. Yeah. I wanted something the kids would eat. I wanted something that wasn't crazy expensive. Yeah. I just wanted everyone to be happy. And it was a lot of pressure. Yeah. But luckily, I had a stroke of genius. Yeah. And Crepes and Burger is pretty much in the middle. Yeah. Very big menu. Lots of choices. Mm-hmm. They got French fries. Oh, yeah. It's really nice, good food. Yeah. But it's not... It's not too crazy out there. Yeah, it's not uh, super duper pricey. Uh, so, uh, so we did what we always do. Uh, we scoured the menu for days and days, pondering each option and going through it uh, with uh, excruciating minutia and detail. Um, they so I decided to get an omelet because. I've always been the kind of person to be like, I like my stuff separate. Like, I like my eggs over here, and I like my potatoes over here, and I like my bacon right here. Is it okay if it touches? And some toast over here. It's okay if it touches. And then I pour ranch dressing <laughs> all over it. Zero moderation. I just, I, I, I pile the ranch on. Um, 
because I feel like if I want to take a piece of egg and put it with the potato, then I will. But I, like like scrambles, everything is just put together and it it, it ruins the uniqueness, I guess, mm. of, of each particular item. And if I want a pure bite of uh, bacon or three bites of bacon in a row, then I can do that. But with scrambles, you can't do that. Um, but I feel with omelets, uh, they're more like there's more structure to them. There's like a, a building technique. And there's some, it's not, it's not chaos. It's not calamity like a scramble. There's a, some sort of. There's a, some order. There's some order. Um, so, uh, and another thing is that I feel like uh, when things are separate, uh, like we can make that at home. We can make eggs super duper easy. Uh, we get the hash brown patties and I throw them in the toaster oven for like an hour and a half. So they get super duper crunchy. Um and then uh, sometimes we get hot link sausages. Yeah. Uh, we, we could do that at home. Yeah. Anything and, you get in your standard breakfast, we can easily and cheaply replicate at home. Right. Right. And we're in the comfort of our home. The omelet, there's a little uh, bespokeness. <laughs> it takes some work. I guess. <laughs> uh, it's like uh, Gordon Ramsay is back there uh, uh, making my omelet. Um, but it, it takes some craftsmanship. So I went with the omelet. Um, do you want to mention, uh, so at crepes and burgers, uh, ask me later, uh, <laughs> they, they do, uh, they don't have waitresses, like classic waitresses. Uh, and one, one thing they do is they have like a counter with a couple water pitchers. So you go get your own water, uh, which I really appreciate. Yeah. Uh, Cause you can go get your own, you can refill it as much as you want, um, so we get there, and I, I grab four waters for us because we were waiting for your parents. Um, uh, but h- how do you feel about that? I, I, I like that. I like that, too. Uh, I like just being able to go do your own thing when it yeah. comes to drinks, not having to rely on the waitress to come by. Yeah. Although it did – see, as – so now I'm sort of playing sue waiter or faux waiter or whatever, proxy waiter by proxy. Um, like some drinks – would have a bunch of ice in them and some drinks would have none. So I think, you know, like the waiters who like, they don't pour traditionally from the spout of the yes. water pitcher. They like turn it to the side. Yeah. That's to get more ice in there. Mm. But that takes a lot of talent. <laughs> it does. Because it, it can fly everywhere. Yeah. And and you kind of got to bend your body. You got to <laughs> angle your body differently. I, I, as, as a waiter for our crepes and burger, as, as a water pourer, uh, from the crepes and burger experience, th- this all factored. And then we uh, we've we've had waiters where they do the side pour, and then too much ice comes yes. out, <laughs> and, like, flies all over the table. Um, so that was, that was just something unique. But yeah, in the end, uh, yeah, I think it was a win to to grab our own water. Uh, a Belgian waffle costs ten dollars and fifty nine cents. What what is this madness, honey? Is this Joe Biden's fault? Is this a supply chain? Is this a labor shortage? But uh, a Belgian waffle, it's some quite batter. The, quite the markup. That they throw into a, a waffle maker for a couple minutes. 11 bucks. Uh, it was quite noisy. So crepes and burgers is just a, a big, uh, like a, a giant room. And uh, so there's a lot of echoing. And it's, it's, it's hard to hear people. Um, it's hard to hear uh, people close by when we were just chit-chatting. Um, 
But in that case, kids just nod along. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh that. And then you can throw in a that's crazy <laughs> if you're feeling uh, salty. Uh, I was gonna get bacon, but I forgot to get bacon. So another thing is not having traditional waiters. You had to go. You you sat down, but you had to walk up to the counter to order. So I opened up an Evernote and I'm writing everyone's orders down. Uh, you eventually took my phone because <laughs> you talk about pressure picking a Tower Cafe or <laughs> Shangri La. I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna walk up there and. Because we had six people. We had six people. And a Ooh. couple, you guys, you and your parents ordered a breakfast thing and a crepe. <laughs> yes. Uh, Lennox, or Luna had two things. Lennox had two things. Yeah. He had his burger and a separate And as a, uh, as a former single mom, but you, I knew you had it in you <laughs> to get everyone's orders in order and kind of sort it out and uh, make it work uh, for, for the employee uh, but so when I started writing everyone's orders down and all these customizations, Liz and Allen wanted no sugar, but extra whipped cream. And I was just like, so I handed you my phone. I go, here you go, honey. You, <laughs> you have experience. You take, you take that on this uh, project because uh, I, I would have collapsed. I would have <laughs> collapsed in fear. Uh, so you had to order in the counter. There was a long line. You were, you guys were like yeah. fourth in line. It took a um, while. It was very busy. It was thriving. Um, but our food came quick. It came five minutes, less than 10 minutes, definitely, after you guys ordered. Um, so very thankful about that. Uh, we're at the table, and Lennox was wearing a mask, and we were like, we're chatting. He was the only one of us wearing his mask still. <laughs> right. And he's engaging in conversation, but I was like, uh, we can't hear you, dude. So eventually, you just took his mask. Oh, I think Grandma Liz said, can you take your mask off? I can't understand you. Grandma Liz is an anti-masker. Uh, and, and just kidding, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, and, and the, uh, the location is very noisy. Yeah. Hard to hear. So, uh, yeah, we made him take off his mask. Uh, okay. Now let's get to the food. Uh, the fries were fantastic. Super crispy, super hot. Uh, Luna had some fries. Lennox had fries. Uh, and then we had a separate order of fries cause Lennox wanted more fries, right? Yeah. Not a lot of fries came with his uh, kids' meal, kids' hamburger. But I thought the fries were out of sight. Um, my order, I got an omelet. Uh, it was a little muted. Uh, muted. And that oop. I got the Popeye omelet. Arr, I'm Popeye. Is that what Popeye says? Or is, or is that a pirate? What does Popeye remember. say? He, uh, he eats the, the spinach, spinach guy? and a Bluto. Uh, Popeye omelet, chicken, apple sausage, spinach, mushrooms, onions, and jack cheese. Um, the heck of cheese. Like cheese to, to, to as far as the eye could see. Uh, but uh, as far as the omelet goes, um, it, was, it was not a lot of flavor going on. Uh, I don't think the sausage was very flavorful, um, but I asked you, you, the Tabasco was near you, and I said, please pass me the Tabasco, and I asked, I said, please, and I asked, very formal, because we were in front of your parents. I'm just kidding. I'm very loving and respectful, right, honey? Uh, yes. But uh, with a splash of Tabasco on the omelet, it was a, it was a good time. Um, and I got it with a bagel uh, for my bread. Um, and then Liz Fisher mentioned this because they bring out your bagel and then they throw it's already got the cream cheese schmear on it. And Liz was like, I, I, I want cream cheese like on the side so I could do my own thing. 
with the cream cheese. And I agree. So uh, what I did was uh, I scraped off the cream cheese on one, off one of them, put that on the other half of the bagel, ate that. It was a fine time. But then I got a side of butter. So uh, the other half of the bagel had cream cheese and butter wow. on there. Yeah. Would you, would you do that again? It was outstanding. Was it? <laughs> it was the best thing ever. I don't know about that. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, my potatoes, uh, which came with the omelet, uh, they were okay. They were red potatoes with skin, which I appreciate. Seasoned pretty good. Um, but I'm always, I was like the crunchy, uh, excuse me, crispy hash browns. Uh, but overall, it was, it was, uh, it was good. It was, uh, it was a good time. Uh quality grub uh honey you got the fettuccine saute uh it's described as fettuccine with chicken breasts onions artichokes and sun-dried tomatoes in a creamy pesto sauce for $16.99 uh thoughts feelings comments reflections honey it was so good yeah. and usually i don't like sun-dried tomatoes yeah but they were so doused in sauce yeah. and just with every other combination of texture and flavor in there they they didn't stand out yeah but i was nearly done with it and i was thinking like with fettuccine you could just keep eating it and eating it and then it kind of loses after a while it's just like you're eating you're what is even this flavor it kind of loses its flavor or charm as you go on yeah i realized i was just eating it because it was in front of me still yeah (laughs) so i gave the rest to you yeah I, I ate it. Uh, agree. I, I don't like sun-dried tomatoes. Why do they put it in so much crap? It's in so many things. And it's such like a, a strong, jarring flavor. Like it, it could, it takes something and then it, you think you're headed down one way and then it throws you like 90 degrees for a loop and you're like, oh, I don't like this flavor. I was liking the flavor going down this road, but then I had to take a hard left from the sun-dried tomato. I don't, but yeah, the texture is what I can't stand. Mm, yeah, like hard, chewy. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. another thing. Sunshine tomatoes suck, dude. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there there was so much sauce going on. It was um, so good, though. I was I haven't had a creamy pasta dish in a very long time. Yeah, and it was it was great. It was great, but uh, since you opened my uh, world, my life to uh pasta with butter and cheese <laughs> and some cracked pepper essentially cacio e pepe uh what do you prefer a, a what you got the fettuccine saute or a uh, more low-key cacio e pepe they each have their spot hmm. in the world yeah but if i had if one gotta go yeah it, I, I would choose to get rid of the fettuccine yeah. or the alf- Whatever it is, yeah. So it wasn't Alfredo, but it was like a thick, creamy, creamy, heavy cream pesto sauce. sauce. Oh, right. Fettuccine saute. Yeah, agree. Yeah, it, it was good, but I could see, um, about like halfway through, two thirds through, you're like, I get it. I don't yeah, need to keep eating. That was the feeling I had. <laughs> but yeah, I had uh, many bites of yours. Uh, it was it was good. It was good, but uh, always uh, always prefer the cacio. Um, so Lennox, uh, he got the kids menu hamburger. It was a hamburger, plain hamburger. Just was a patty with a slice of cheese. Yeah. Um, and he like, he like nibbled like the edge of it. (laughs) He loved it and said it was really good. But yeah, yeah, he only took a few bites. (laughs) It was, it was like he took a, a, like it was, it was like a, a, an ear of corn where you go, (laughs) you go down 
from top to bottom like that that's what his the like half of his hamburger looked like he, <laughs> he he didn't break like he didn't break ground he just stayed on the edges uh don't don't color outside the lines or something um it was very odd but um uh one thing is that uh he wanted ketchup on his burger and then you were gonna pour it and he goes no da vinci <laughs> so he made me pour it uh because you have a sordid history of putting too much ketchup i do and so you've been doing his ketchup lately and you do it perfectly yeah and his Not- nickname for you is da vinci yeah like da vinci yeah super <laughs> cute uh i don't i'm not perfect ketchup but you used to pour so much ketchup and then it would gross luna out when she <laughs> saw that ketchup on his plate it's like a pool of ketchup on the plate yeah and i would always be like well even before he's like would dive into whatever his fries i'd be like that's too much ketchup that's a lot of ketchup you're wasting our ketchup what would grandma tn say to this non-frugality uh i poured his ketchup uh he barely nibbled his burger but he was eating heck of fries like his burger came with some fries and then he had another uh side of fries and so he was eating all those fries um he got super full and then he looked over and he said i ate so much i want to die and i was like yeah well welcome to the club uh but uh yeah, that was uh, Lennox. The, the fries were... He, he, and he just he was like, I want to keep eating fries. And he kept eating fries. Um, oh, one thing I want to mention is that when we were ordering, honey, uh, you at one point considered getting the Mexican salad. And I said, no, uh-uh. I was like, this is your birthday, your weekend. You indulge. You get what you want. Get some uh, carb-heavy, some carb-laden anything but don't get no salad we ain't out here eating salad we're off track we're loving our life uh we're living it um your crepe now you got the apple crepe right yes uh let's see as i scroll to crepe apple crepe is granny smith apples with cinnamon brown sugar and crunchy granola um thoughts feelings comments reflections honey it was good but i i didn't like the shape and texture of the apples. Mm. They were like little, like little shoestrings. Yeah. But they were thick. Yeah. And they were not, they weren't soft. They weren't, they could have been right. cooked longer. Right. I wish they were like sliced thinly and cooked longer. Mm. So they would have had a softer, smaller presence. Yeah. What about the, um, the granola? The granola was good, but I feel like it didn't kind of, kind of didn't go with the rest of the crepe. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Another thing is I saved the crepe for after I was done with the pasta. And I was so full that I was uncomfortable. And slightly <laughs> you were like sick. Linux. You wanted to die. So I, I would have enjoyed the crepe more if I had not been so miserable. Gotcha. But I was like, I have to eat this. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot waste this. Right. Uh, I thought, so I'm not a big crepe guy, but when you gave me the rest of your crepe, it was like 20% of it or whatever. Uh, like my problem with that and all crepes i i find the crepe is very like spongy yes rubbery that's like that's that. what i love about oh, it oh <laughs> that's a feature not a bug <laughs> oh i'm always like i wish this were a waffle i wish this were a pancake uh but yeah i was like i don't like this bounciness uh of the crepe i like the granola because it gave it some crunch um 
And then I just liked it in in general because that was the that was the uh, last thing I ate. It was like kind of a trigger, like okay, I'm finishing now, and I could continue to eat fries, and I could continue to eat more. Um, but uh, I was like, okay, this is my dessert <laughs> in a sense, mm-hmm. so I'm done eating. Uh, so I, I enjoyed that. At, at one point, I had three plates in front of me. I had my own plate, I had your pasta plate, and then I had your crepe plate. And I was like, well, if someone were to walk up here and look down at me and saw <laughs> these three plates, they'd be like, all right, simmer down, fat boy. Um, our uh, our check was $122. Jeez, Louise. Uh, but it was six people. Yeah. Um, but you got... And you, uh, Liz... And Alan, your mom and dad, uh, you guys each got a breakfast thing and a crepe. And the crepes are uh, $8-ish, breakfast $10 to $12, whatever. Um, we were there to live. <laughs> we were, and we did. Uh, so uh, that's where uh, we dropped off the kids because it was your birthday. And we were going to do our thing. And come home and get wild. You're wild. Uh, but some talk about what they were doing that day. Uh, they, uh, your parents plan to take the kids to RC Willie, which watch out now, look out to go rug shopping. <laughs> and then I don't know how it came about, but I started me and Alan started talking about like, they should get a polar bear rug. That'd be so awesome. Like it'd be a showstopper. You walk in to their, uh, they got hardwood floors and you see this polar bear looking oh. up at you. <laughs> <laughs> looking up at that would have been like a conversation piece. Yeah. And and then I said, Alan, you should go full in. Like you should get a a bull a buffalo head mounted on the wall. Get some taxidermy rolling. I mean, you could go make it a, like a Tahoe cabin or something. Uh, but your mom wasn't having it. Hater. Uh, but uh, yeah, they went to RC Willie. They went to PetSmart. They planned to go bowling, but they didn't go bowling. They played a ton of card games and dice games. Yeah. They played pass ball. pass and monkey in the middle with a ball in the backyard. Well, they, was it Liz or Alan? But they said, we played ball. And that involves throwing a ball. Yeah. But I've never heard anyone refer to it as ball. <laughs> ball is an object, not an action or a game, right? I mean, you, well, you can do anything you want. It is but. now. <laughs> I... But uh, so uh, we go out to the parking lot and we uh, the kids go off with G-Ma and G-Pa as we, as we call them. And it made me feel like uh, in the movies, like the divorced couple, they meet at McDonald's to sort of <laughs> switch custody. Like, uh, go with your dad now. And you got to meet a neutral place like McDonald's. That's what I felt like. <laughs> um, so uh, Lennox hugged me. Oh. I know. He said, bye, Vinci. Bye to Vinci. And then Lusa. Luna also hugged me, and I thought that was a uh, something because we're work we're working on the affection thing. Yeah, uh, it's it doesn't come natural to me because by blood by DNA I'm not quote unquote their father. Uh, but I thought that was cool uh, us hugging goodbye. More hugs. Yes, more hugs. <laughs> hugs not drugs. Am I right? <laughs> uh, so uh, one thing is that uh, I want to talk about was church. So. We're not church-going folk, honey. Uh, your parents are very devoted to church. Do you want to say which one, or do you care? Yeah, they're Mormon. The Mormon church. They're institutions in the Sacramento uh, Mormon church scene organization. Uh, so this was going to be uh, just 
well, we were wondering what was going to happen Sunday morning. Your parents go to church. Luna and Lennox don't go to church on any regular basis. Um, so what what was the consensus that you and your mom arrived? Um, my mom said they can come if they want or they don't have to. They're old enough that they could stay home alone mm-hmm. for a couple hours. So, But Luna said, oh, I want to go. Yeah. So I said, okay, you're both going. Because I didn't <laughs> want Lennox to just stay there alone. Uh, so when Luna said she wanted to, I, I had them both pack clothes they could wear to church Sunday yeah. morning. Nice clothes. And then uh, we picked them up this morning. And they didn't go. <laughs> Lennox was still in his jammies oh, yeah. when we went to pick him up at noon. That's right, that's right, that's right. So I was like, I guess you didn't go to church. <laughs> and because they were tired. Yeah. Your parents still went yeah, to I church. They did. Um, but, uh, eh. uh oh. Sharky. And uh, oop. Okay, so Saturday, post. Crepes and burgers and citrus heights. Uh, we ordered peace cuisine. Now, we could have done a bang bang. A class. Well, we talked about doing a bang 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 because crepes and burgers is right down the street from Gilberto's, which is a Mexican restaurant that we love. Uh, so we were talking about crepes and burgers, then Gilberto's, then uh, peace cuisine, but and we reined it in. Uh, but we ordered peace cuisine to pick it up. Uh, on our way home from crepes and burgers and then we just throw it on the counter and eat it when we're ready um so uh we're looking forward to peace cuisine because uncle works there and uncle is uh we're we're thinking the owner i think the owner yeah uh but he's he's quite the character uh gregarious he's a showman he's he's a good time uh and i call up and i order um, I ordered general chicken and honey black pepper steak. No potato. They have a potato version, but more carbs. No carbs before marbs. Um, so we place the order. We get there. And uh, the person uh, working there, working the front counter at Peace Cuisine, he was no uncle, honey. Where was uncle? I'm not sure, but this man was not uncle. He was not nearly as handsome as Uncle. First of all, he was wearing a sleeveless T-shirt. Okay, I don't, I don't need to see Uncle's arms. I don't need to see this guy's arms. Um, and uh, he, uh, he, he looked like he was a kitchen staffer who was just filling in because maybe Uncle's sick that day or Uncle was coming in at two. Uh, but he, no, he didn't have the charisma. Of Uncle the 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 chutzpah, as it were. So it it immediately I was like, oh no, what's wrong? <laughs> what's wrong with Uncle? What's wrong with our food? Can I trust this guy? Um. And uh, so uh, we got the two items, and they got the little cups of uh, hot chili hot chili oil sauce, which we like. And I said, oh, can I get some hot chili oil in our to go order? And he said, yeah. And he grabbed two uh, two cups. I was like, two cups, dude. <laughs> it's like a tablespoon in yeah, each cup. <laughs> yeah. For, for, a bunch of, uh, for a bunch of meat. And, and uh, sir, did you know that I'm making white rice at home now? Like, there's no tomorrow? Hmm. Uh, so he gives, he gives me two. And I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe if he goes back for <laughs> two more. Okay. But he, he, was like, he put in the two in our, in our bag. And then he started to tie it up. And I was like, oh, can I get two more? And he goes, sir. 
And I was like, oh, sorry. As if like I was overstepping some hot chili sauce. Uh, and those jars of hot chili sit on all the tables for yeah. months. I bet it yeah. takes months to get through a whole container because you yeah. don't use a lot of it. Yeah. If you're dining in, they give you hot chili sauce uh, up the wazoo you, uh, to your heart's content. They don't have to refill that very often. So yeah. come on, you can spare a couple little cups of it for us. Right. I felt like I was crossing some uh, some boundary or some... Uh... He was shaming you. Yeah. Yeah, the sleeveless guy who not nearly as good looking as uncle was shaming me uh, for wanting a tiny bit amount more of a hot chili oil. Uh, yeah, it, it, it hurt my feelings. Um, but uh, we came home, uh, general chicken, honey, but we went for a walk and then we engaged in marrow bliss and then we had some peace cuisine. Uh, the general chicken and the honey black pepper steak. Um, what were your thoughts, honey, on, on both of those items? They're okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've said. Uh, I thought the general chicken was too sweet. Way too sweet. Yeah. And then the honey black pepper steak. I thought the flavor was good, but the cut of mm. steak, the cut of beef was not good. So uh, it was just a lot of chewing and grinding. Um but uh, the the hot chili oil, we gotta find some of that. Like just yeah, like the good stuff they they have in restaurants. Uh, we throw some of that on white rice. Oh, and you're good to go. Yeah, just white rice with that stuff is so good. Yeah. Do you feel comfortable asking Uncle who his supplier is? <laughs> Where do you get this good stuff, man? Where do you get it? Who's your dealer? And that uh, oop. Or will Uncle provide me with that information? Mm. Will he be like, I don't want no competition. I want you to have to come here. I don't and think pay he'll tell you. $16 for sticky rice. Is, is, is it a trade secret? Does the sleeveless guy make it in the back? Maybe um, they make it there in house. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, because we've tried a few hot chili oils yeah. and they're Trader Joe's and one just off Amazon. Uh, and they were both uh, misses. Um, but yeah, the stuff they have over there, you know, it's like the nectar they have at Chuyita and Gilberto's. It just, it makes everything, it makes everything better. It makes, makes, uh, makes me happy, man. So, uh, Saturday night, no kids, your birthday, you're turning 23, 24. Um, so we were like, we, we, t- we talked about going, uh, doing karaoke somewhere, uh, going to a bar. Uh, we were talking about going to Mecca, which is a bar in West Sacramento. Uh, and I thought, when's the last time we went to a bar? When when is it, when can you remember? I, <laughs> I will be very exact. We went yeah. to a bar in October 2019. Wow. We went to the Mushroom in Rosemont. Okay. Was that when we went during the day or when we went no, at night? No, that was the day the kids had their fall fair at school. Okay. And then they ended up going with Aunt Mary afterwards. Ah. And so we were child-free. Okay. And we went to Mushroom. Is that when we went to Round Table? table? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then at Mushroom, you made a friend, right? You like connected with this other woman in a way that I, I had never seen. <laughs> we were the best of friends for a half hour. Right. She was, was she, yeah, that was, she was putting up decorations, right? Yeah. They were having some event later. She was there. She was putting up decorations for her friend who worked at the bar. 
this is this is very odd, but like you guys like glommed onto each other. I thought, well, you guys are gonna be BFFs for life. This is like uh, when two women uh, meet in the nightclub, uh, nightclub bathroom. <laughs> <The> bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are best of friends, uh, and then uh, so we we had a couple drinks there, and then we went to round table, got an entire pie to ourselves, and the garlic twist. That was the main reason we went. Uh, we had a good old time. We ate. And then we carried our leftover pizza because we were like, you you were like, I want to go back and meet well, that woman, right? I really, I was like, I didn't get her name. I yeah. didn't get her number. Yeah. And so I said, we have to go back and find her. Right. And th- this is very short walking distance. This, this yeah. is very close in Rosemont. Uh, so we went back and she was nowhere to be found <laughs> my best friend the one that got away i know never to be seen again yeah it could it could have been it could have been something you could have been so much you could have been each other's bridesmaids um i i remember well obviously i remember that night but the other thing i remember is a scoreboard which was well, back to citrus heights just around the corner from where i used to live uh and i remember i was wearing a beanie it was either purple or like light blue yeah yeah um, but those are the two specific times mm-hmm. and we've gone like out dancing, um, with the geo and press club, um, cuffing and for our marriage, uh, that night. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we hadn't been to a bar in so long. So we were talking about, Oh, let's do Mecca. Um, but, uh, in the end we just stayed home. <laughs> <laughs> and to be frank, we, we were in bed by 6.45 p.m. Yes, in bed, and then we went to sleep for the night. Yeah. And it was super early. And, and we, I, I kept saying, this is so lame, but this is all I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think about going to a bar now, and what would happen is that we would just hang out with each other. <laughs> yeah. And going to a bar in, in your 20s everyone's a friend or friends yeah. bring friends and randos and hangers ons and it's it's very uh convivial the atmosphere and uh you're out there you're meeting people and it's it's a good time but now it's completely different so the appeal of a bar it's zero to me and 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 this is where my mom's uh, brain comes in i think five bucks for a beer i could buy <laughs> a six pack for five bucks um so I think about how expensive it is. I think about how we're not going to meet anyone. We're just going to hang out with each other, and uh, and a lot of a lot of bars are just disgusting, <laughs> and gross. And it's so much just nicer to hang out at home, flop on the couch or whatever, um, eat whatever we want from the fridge. Uh, so, but I think I think that to me, there's still appeal to go out dancing. Yeah. Uh, but there's no real nightclub in. West Sac. That we um, know of. Yeah. I, th- I think some bars have a, like, dance night or DJ mm. night, but, um, which we should check out. And we, we there's still, there's still appeal for uh, karaoke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that would be fun. That's something we can't do at home. Um, but as far as, like, going to a bar just to have a drink. Nah. Whatever. What's the point? And we got a Via or Uber over there. Right. Um, so... Yeah, and so we were in bed by 6.45, asleep by 7, <laughs> and we slept all night, and it was fantastic. It was fantastic. It was un- unbeatable. 
Okay, so that was Saturday. Uh, Sunday. Um, so we met my aunt for breakfast, and it was lunch food. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if Vietnamese has breakfast. Hmm. It was it was nine a.m. Uh, and we met my aunt at a restaurant in South Sacramento, right next to where she lives. So, uh, how did this come about? Um, I've lived in Sacramento since oh five oh six something like that, uh, and I've seen her <laughs> maybe less than five times total. One of them when her husband passed. Um, but lately, I've I've been like I I want to make these connections. I want to reach out. I want to do things. I want to stop putting things off. And uh, so I'm going to see my mom in a couple of weeks. I'm flying down, and uh, I I was like I want to see my aunt. I keep talking about it, and she's 15 flipping minutes away. Um, but I I want to I want to stop putting it off. And then something came up on Thursday. I can't remember exactly. But I thought, well, I could put my aunt off, like just flake on her or cancel her with the with much notice, like not last second. But she's always there, and we can go to lunch anytime. But then Friday morning, I was like, no, 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 I'm gonna do this. <laughs> I'm tired of talking. I'm tired of talking. Start doing. Uh, so we went to a restaurant called. Teho. Now the formal name is Bon Quan Teho, but I just like the name Teho. It's fun. It's a fun name. It, it makes me think of Slumdog Millionaire Jai Ho. Uh, it's in South Sacramento on 65th Street. Um, I know that place because uh, one time when my mom came up, uh, my aunt took us there. Uh, so I was like, "Let's do Teho." Um, and you hadn't met you haven't met my aunt. No. She was supposed to come to our wedding? or We invited her to our wedding, but she couldn't come for some reason. I, but I remember her sending us a card. Okay. And the times your mom's been up here and she's gone to visit or you've taken your mom to visit her sister. Hmm. For some whatever reason, I've never gone with you guys. Okay. And we've been married two and a half years. I'm like, it's, th- it's high <laughs> dang time that you meet my aunt. Um, and listen, we're all getting older. My aunt's getting older. My mom's getting older. Uh, so you need to make these things happen. And, and uh, well, to be frank, cherish the, the times that you do have, the chances, uh, opportunities you do have to be together. Uh, so we went to Taiho. Taiho! Um, 9 a.m. Uh, and uh, Vietnamese restaurant. Uh, now, first off... The, they have a TV going, and it's super loud. <laughs> so loud. Loud music. It was like music videos. Yeah. It was like, well, we're trying to chat here. <laughs> At 9 a.m. 9 a.m. with your music videos. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then uh, another thing was that when they brought us food, they didn't bring us any forks. And we were like, oh, we need forks. The, at, the, at, the, at the table, they have like a bunch of... Uh, like soup spoons and chopsticks, uh, but no forks. So we had to flag down the wait waitress, and there's a bit of like shame. There's a lot of shame, and it's something that I've dealt with for 44 years, honey. Whenever I go to Vietnamese restaurant, I was like, I need fork. I'm <laughs> I'm half white person. 
give me fork i'm sorry <laughs> if you have any fork and then well just like today like my aunt had to be like she said whatever she said in vietnamese to get the waitress's attention and then and i just it's just it brings me down <laughs> why don't they have forks <laughs> or maybe like assume that we need a fork and and they would be a hundred percent on point right uh but yeah the the asking for a fork in a Vietnamese restaurant, uh, it's a it's it's a it's an embarrassment you're gonna have to get used to, honey. It never gets easier. Uh, it's it's an Asian neighborhood. When we pulled into the shopping center, every single store is Asian, Oriental, Vietnamese, whatever you want to call and it. And there were so many people out and about. Yeah. In the parking lot, in crowds, long queues at yeah. many of the shops. Yeah. It was it was bustling. There was one person uh, like selling produce. They they had a pickup truck, and he or she, whoever was selling, like it was like they had a, like a farmers market set up there. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Well, first of all, I wanted to call the health department, honey. That's a violation. Do, are they properly licensed? Call the popo on them. They they could be uh they could be uh breaking uh rules, standards. Um, but yeah, well. It's a different, definite uh, departure from our Tony sub- suburbs of where West Sacramento, going to a uh, lower uh, socioeconomic neighborhood, uh, very ethnic. Um, so it's it's very noticeable. But these are my people, honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you kept saying that. <laughs> I was like, "What's up, fam? We out here." <laughs> it was very lively. It was it was yeah. a vibe. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's a vibe. Um, but yeah, it was, it was quite the contrast to what the, the, where we live, um, in, uh, in West Sacramento. Uh, so you took a picture of me and my aunt, um, after our little breakfast slash lunch. And then my aunt remarked, cause she's small. She's like four, six. She's very tiny. She's tiny. <laughs> Uh, and she remarked, she's like, oh, you're like King Kong, <laughs> she said to me. Now, I remember getting those remarks uh, from my aunts and uncles uh, when I was quite heavier. So, but now I think it's just like a tall thing. Yeah. I'm more confident in my body. So I'm like, you were me, you, King Kong. You look huge next to her. Yeah. Just like you're so tall. Yeah. And you're I, like, you're you're not fat, but you're like broad shouldered and, you know. Yeah. You're not a slim Well, I lift, honey. Man. <laughs> I lift. I don't know if you know that. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's quite the... Well, my mom next to me, my aunts, uh, a lot of my uncles next to me uh, because of my halfway... And my, my dad is a quite large, uh, tall, Sicilian man. Um, so, it's always been a thing. But, yeah, it, 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 it's cute. And my, my aunts... She's, uh, oh, and her name... Uh, is Na N G A, but uh, her nickname is Yang Yang because that's what I called her growing up. And why did I call her Yang? Who knows? <laughs> Kids say wacky things, but I so I, it made me think of her. I called her Yang Yang. I called another aunt whose formal name, legal name is Partini. I called her Aunt Choo Choo. Why did I call her Choo? <laughs> Who knows? And then my third aunt, whose first name I can't think of right now, I don't remember. Uh, I called her Tong Tong. Kids say silly things, but it sticks. It's and cute. Even now, now and then, 
I still call her Yang Yang. I still call Partini Choo Choo, um, just for funsies. Uh, so the tip. So each of our d- dishes were about ten bucks. Our total was thirty ish, thirty one bucks. Uh, my aunt tipped. How much did she tip, honey? Three dollars. Three dollars. Three single ones on the table. Now, we differ in tipping you and I. Yeah. This this is where our our love uh, parts our <laughs> diverges are. Uh, but you you're always pushing towards a twenty percent mark. Thirty percent sometimes. Thirty <laughs> percent. I'm like. 12, 15%. Uh, but my aunt tipping 10%, I I guess that's where I get it from. <laughs> you know, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. There wasn't much ambient. The, the TV was too loud, okay? <laughs> and we she didn't give us forks initially, okay? She made us ask for forks. Like, we were begging. Like, we, uh, like we were just pathetic, non-Vietnamese, non-100% Vietnamese people. Uh, yeah, the 10% tip. Um and then, uh, I, oh, I liked it. So, uh, we're waiting for our food and then she grabs like the little sauce cups and she starts pouring out the sauce and she's like, oh, you can add the chili paste. Uh, there's sriracha right there if you need some heat. Um, and it, it felt like she was kind of teaching us or we were at her house or showing us. So I, I felt really like comfortable and at home. Your aunt was so nice. And I, I asked what this big bottle of liquid was, and she told me it was fish sauce. Mm. And I said, oh, I thought it was honey. Yeah. And she didn't mock me. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't laugh at me. Well, yeah. you guys might have laughed a little bit at me. On the inside, I was <laughs> laughing, honey. No. She was very kind. You know what? When we first sat down, because it, it's a clear, it, it does look like honey, and I knew it wasn't honey, and it's <laughs> it's super thin. I mean, honey is obviously very viscous and thick, um, but I, I could absolutely see someone mistaking it for honey uh but yeah it was fish sauce and then she was like oh do you need she she was gonna help us order uh just navigate the menu and see what uh non-vietnamese people because <laughs> she dines with non-vietnamese people so she she knows what they uh, uh st- where to steer them hmm. but i was like man we, we've been to vietnamese places uh so we we got this but but thank you. Um, so what we got is what we always got is uh, we get the vermicelli with barbecue pork. Uh, sometimes it's called grilled pork, uh, and then some egg rolls on top. Um, oh, another thing is that she wiped down the chopsticks. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's like you got to remember to wipe down the chopsticks. Which is that reflective on her or the restaurant or or both? But yeah, keep that in mind, kids. It's a good idea. When the chopsticks are just in a big cup there at the table and ah, they're sitting out all the time. Okay. You're going to want to wipe it down. So it's not like silverware where they bring it to the bag and they hopefully wash it <laughs> or something. But yeah, if it's just out there next to the ketchup, go the extra step. Um, okay. So uh, so what did you think, honey? Uh, vermicelli with grilled slash barbecue pork and egg rolls uh, thoughts feelings comments reflections this is one of my favorite meals to get vietnamese foods is one of my favorite foods yeah and this is what we always get it was especially good at this place compared to some other restaurants we've been to yeah the vermicelli is always the same it's it's, yeah it's thin uh, rice noodles uh but uh the egg rolls were nice and hot you can tell they were fresh crispy um 
and I thought like the the pork was really good. Mm-hmm. Like there are some places the pork is like super fatty. Yes, and it's just low end, low quality. Um, but this this was really good, and I was dipping it in the fish sauce, and it's just a good time. It was so good. I know. There's no Vietnamese in West Sac, and it's it makes me sad. Why did we move here? <laughs> the closest one is uh, downtown, so it's Midtown, yeah. and yeah. Yeah. it's between W and X Streets. That's all. That's all I'll say right now. Uh, but I, I don't. I'm. I don't want to go there. Um, but. South Sac is 15 minutes away. We should start going out yeah, there. Yeah, it's not that far. Tai Ho. Tai Ho. Uh, okay, so uh, we really like that. And that oop. Okay, so uh, I thought it was just so good to catch up. You guys finally met. She complimented us multiple times. Yeah. Uh, tell her, tell everyone uh, her, her marriage advice, honey. Oh, her marriage advice is find the person you're going to marry and just stay with them. Mm-hmm. And be always be patient. Be patient. Be patient. She said, "You're gonna have your arguments. You're gonna have uh, bumpy roads, fights, but uh, just be patient." And I thought that was uh, quite sage advice. She said uh, a couple times how happy you seem and yeah. how you seem you are really happy with me, and that made me feel really good. Yeah. And she compl- She said we're very good looking. She said we're better looking than our pictures. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Should we be putting better pictures on Facebook, honey? I don't know. I didn't know how to take that, but uh, and she she's quite she's a character. She's quite lively. She's she's a good old time. I had a great time chatting yeah. with her and visiting with her. Yeah, and she paid. We we were gonna pay. I was ready to pay, but she said you invited me, but I'm gonna pay. And then she left a ten percent tip. I was like, "Whoa, maybe I should have paid." No, nah. Uh, but it was it was a jolly good time. It was fab- I, I want to. I can't wait to see her again. I can't wait to eat Vietnamese again, honey. <laughs> uh, but uh, so after that, uh, went to Walmart for our groceries. I then went out to uh, Lincoln, where your parents live, to grab the kids. And this is where I break uh, Liz Fisher's heart. So, how did Patrick Swayze come up? Her and Luna were talking about crushes, right? We were talking about crushes. That Luna and Grandma Liz had been talking about their crushes from the eighties. Yes. And uh, my mom's crush was Patrick Swayze. Yeah. So then we started talking about Dirty Dancing. Yeah. And then the song "She's Like the Wind" came up. Yeah. And then I came out with, I don't think he's saying she's like the wind. And then Grandma Liz, crestfallen, heartbroken world crumbling around her uh so she's like well how do why do you say that how do you know that what what what's your evidence what do you got i said well uh exhibit number one he's never performed it live exhibit number two he he never sang another song released on an album or a single or a soundtrack or anything uh and number three like when prince died we're we're still getting all these uh, vaults, like releases from the vaults. So this is Prince's. He had nine million songs recorded, and here's sixteen of them on a compact disc, whatever. Patrick Swayze died, rest in power. Uh, and you don't hear any of his. So even if he was toiling away in his studio, uh, just recording songs for fun or for his wife or whatever, none of that stuff has surfaced or come out. So this led Liz Fisher to defend Patrick Swayze's honor. She found a performance 
of him singing uh, She's Like the Wind on Top of the Pops, which is sort of a British uh, TRL. <coughs> but it was in Germany, right? <coughs> yeah, but I saw Top of the Pops. I'm not sure. It, it was from Europe. Okay. Uh, and so uh, she, throw, she throws it up on her phone. We start watching, watching it. It's clear lip syncing. Like his emotions that he's exhibiting on stage are not equal to the songs, hmm. to the words being sung. And the lip, the, the lip sync was off. Now, in this day and age of YouTube, sometimes that happens if people have an old VCR or they're just taking uh, video from their camera. I could see that, but it was clear lip syncing. I don't know. You sound very certain about that. I don't know. I'm positive. <laughs> I need a professional to weigh in. Professional lip syncer. Well, what about he He hasn't sung anywhere else? My mom also was reading his Wikipedia or something. She yeah. said he had five other songs. Right. And <laughs> where are they? <laughs> Has anyone heard them? Has anyone... But I, so I, I think either Richard Marks sang She's Like the Wind <laughs> Or uh, or uh, Eric Carmen, or it, it was like a Millie Vanilli thing, and they needed a pretty face, Patrick Swayze, gorgeous man, uh, and and they they put his name to this song, and he sang it once in concert, and I it was lip sync, it was absolutely. I hate it when podcasts do this, but go on YouTube, <laughs> find this performance, and then hit me back on the Twitter with your hot take. Uh, that I mean, th- this is my conspiracy theory, but I maintain no one has proven that he's, <laughs> that he's actually sung She's Like the Wind. I would like some further evidence, uh, yeah. some pictures of him in the studio. Right. Some or raw just, footage of him just singing a little right, tune. Just singing, like uh, having a couple takes uh, in the studio or him him singing impromptu, like uh, uh, during an an interview promoting Roadhouse or whatever, I I, I need something. <laughs> this is like, this reminds me of uh, positive Sean Thomas, honey, my former coworker. Uh, he had a, a theory that Stevie Wonder isn't blind. I would put my uh, hypothesis of Patrick Swayze didn't sing "She's Like the Wind" right up there. You're opening a can of worms with this one. Yeah. And that's fine. Okay. And I, I and, well, the guy's dead now. So <laughs> what the hell's the point of all this? And how are you going to prove it anyways? But Beloved I, hit song, She's Like the Wind. You're going to sully the memory and the legacy of it. I'm sorry. I just, I, I, I need to get my voice out there. I need, I need to be proven. I said I'll, I'll, I'll be proven wrong also. Right or wrong. Hit, hit, hit me. You just want the truth. Get at me, bro. I have always said it sounds like him. But the more I've thought about it today, it yeah. might not. It maybe it doesn't really sound like his talking voice. Yeah. It. I'm not sure anymore. I don't. Th- I've. I've so doubt. I've so doubt. And that's what I'm here for, honey. Okay, so tomorrow you turn 38, honey. Uh, your official birthday. How, how was the weekend? We we ate. We laughed. We cried. Well, we didn't cry, but. Uh, Liz Fisher is probably crying over my Patrick Swayze <laughs> conspiracy theory right now. Uh, but uh, any uh, any uh, 
thoughts on aging or or your birthday. Go show it. Um, it's your birthday. The closer I get to 40, I do feel a little sad because yeah. my 30s have been great. They've yeah. been great to me. Yeah. I feel like I'm my 30s are the best I've ever been. Yeah. So it can only go downhill in my 40s, right? Oh, darling. <laughs> but now that 38 is upon me, I'm at peace with it. Yeah. So ask me next year when I'm turning 39 how I feel. When, but... you, turn, when you turn the big 4-0. <laughs> I'm okay with this. That's when that's when it starts to go all downhill. Uh, yeah. I, I feel uh, I'm getting better with age. I have no choice but to, <laughs> but to age. That's the thing. <laughs> that's, that's the thing everyone, I always think about uh, when people talk about getting old. Um, but uh, I'm very comfortable in myself, my role, our role. Uh, our I love our home. I love our family. I love my job, except when I sit in uh, my coworker's quite warm seat. Um, but the future just looks bright. And yeah, we're going to get old. And uh, we'll we'll die like Patrick Swayze did, <laughs> uh, but um, I love our current and I love our future, and cause that involves uh, us moving to Wyoming to get away from the Democrats in California, or San Diego. Uh, uh, well, I mean, it really depends on where the wild chows go to college. But even then, that's only four years or whatever. Yeah. Um. But, uh, yeah, I, I love our cat, Frankie, even though he, he doesn't love me. He doesn't love us. He hates us. He hates our presence. <laughs> he loves when we feed him only. He loves when we feed him. Uh, other than that, yeah. Yeah. I've got a good life. I'm grateful. Right. Very happy, so. Yeah. Bring it on, 38. <laughs> I'm super glad you met my auntie. Um, and, uh, yeah, just... Uh, that was so cool. And having your parents uh, that we can give the kids off. And your brothers do this too. Yeah. Uh, and so we could just have our time. Um, I think that's I'm so appreciative. And if my mom moved up, we could do that with her too. <laughs> mom. But anyways. Uh, so are we done, honey? Yeah. All righty. Well, that's the end of the program. It's been fun, but not really. Let's all try a little harder next time. Like, comment, subscribe, follow, review, and rate. Or don't. Do whatever you want. You're a grown-up. Make your own decisions. Do what's best for your family. Please be sure to use our promo code for DraftKings. We don't have a promo code for DraftKings. Goodbye. I love you. We love you. Or FanDuel. FanDuel? <laughs> what? They're both gambling... <laughs> Don't gamble, people. Yeah, don't gamble. And it's so odd because, like, uh, the NFL, NBA are involved in these gambling uh, organizations in one way or another. Makes you think, hmm. Now, like, everything is suspect now. <laughs> as if it wasn't before. Goodbye. I love you. We love you. We hope you have a good day today and tomorrow. And sure, I may have made Liz Fisher cry about Patrick Swayze, but I'm still a good person. And we're still good people. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. I hope you have a wonderful day slash night. Oh, boy, boy. And a oop. Oop. Is that chicken? Is that crispy, juicy tender?